So I am back from vacation and I'm home again. Well, it's kind of weird saying that because I just went home for, for vacation to Modesto, California where I grew up and now I'm home again in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, if that makes any sense. Um, one of my vacations throughout the year is always home. So it's always kind of a cool adventure to go back there and, uh, get back to my roots and talk to all the people that I learned from in the beginning and all the people that gave me a shout. And it's just really crazy to see how far you've come when you get back. It's, it's just a weird feeling like, uh, I don't know. I thought it was jet lag, but I think it was just like, a kind of like, a shell shock or something like, uh, you know, just realizing all this stuff that I've been through to get to this point. It's crazy uh, how time flies. It's already been like eight years. But it was just, I got to see pretty much everybody this time. And I started out uh, right at Red Dragon. That's the shop that I ended up apprenticing at before I, I uh, left California. That was the last shop I worked at for a few years. And uh, I worked there most of the time that I did any tattoos. All of my tattoos were done at that shop this time. So, uh, I also went though to like every other shop that I've ever worked at basically, or the ones that don't, the one that doesn't exist. I went and seen, uh, one of the guys from that shop that is still in town. Everybody else is out of town now from that shop. So it was really interesting. Uh, went to the first shop that ever gave me a spot, uh, never gave me a chance or anything like that. Uh, this guy, Jose Martinez, owns a little shop called MFH Tattoos, which stands for Mexicans from Hell. And even though my name's Brian, they always call me White Mike because they always thought I looked like a Mike. Uh, yeah, saying it out loud sounds a little racist, but that's okay. You know, that's how we play around sometimes with these freaking tattoo shops. They're a little bit crazy. <laughs> uh Jose, he's still the same old dude. He's still up to the same stuff. It's really cool, though. Like, their shop's really looking like a tattoo shop now, you know? And uh, when we started, it was just blank walls, and they just barely had some half walls up. And it was just, uh, just they just got the paperwork done and stuff like that, basically, when I started hanging out there. And uh, they started showing me some little things about... Um, so, I mean, that's the first time I remember seeing, like, a bloodline or anything like that get done. <clears throat> but uh, they did a lot of portraits and Aztec type of tattoos, stuff like that. I mean, they basically have a really good walk-in clientele. They're just, like, people coming in there all the time. So it's, like, uh, it got built up, too, uh, over the years by another guy that worked there named Mike. Uh, his real name is Mike. And, uh, yeah, that was confusing for a little bit when we both worked there. But anyways, <laughs> years later now, uh, just recently, Mike... Uh, now opened another shop that I went to go see him at. It's called the Golden Rose Tattoo in downtown Modesto with a guy named California Corey. And it's cool. California Corey is also putting on a tattoo convention next year in March. And so they invited me to come back in March and go to their tattoo convention, which I've been doing a lot of conventions lately. So it's just really cool and convenient that it happens to be one is being held uh, in Modesto. So now I get to go back home and do some, my traveling that I was doing anyways, kind of, you know, but uh, be around, like, my people. And hopefully what I was planning to do is get a booth next to 
the Red Dragon team, because that's like my tattoo family, basically. And uh, every time I see them, it's always a good time. So I just think it'd be really cool to get boots next to each other. And uh, if nothing else, it would just be a really, really fun time. Uh, sometimes you can't go into those things like thinking about like just like a financial gain or something, you know, like what uh, else is there to gain from a situation? You know, you can get a lot of things like just the experience in some situations is worth it. Uh, sometimes you, the, uh, you know, relationships that you are building is, is worth it. And, you know, the time, and it's not all about the, the money, but sometimes there's more, more joy that you can get from, uh, the other parts of, of that interaction. So anyways, I got to do a couple of really cool tattoos and it was just a trip to be working back at the Red Dragon again. And, uh. Towards the end, it lined up with uh, one of my older mentors, Wayne. He came into town and for his son's graduation, and uh, he was doing a few tattoos too. So we ended up at the shop at the same time, which is really cool because that used to happen a lot. Whenever I worked there, I was a uh, real go-getter, and I'd show up early and stay late and all that stuff. And whenever Wayne was in town, I made sure I was there because Wayne's kind of like a local legend to that area. Uh, he was like the third tattoo artist in that town and he, you know, was one of the first shops in the area too. So, <clears throat> uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but, uh, yeah, so... Wayne, he's always full of really good stories and stuff, so that was, like, really cool uh, to hear just a bunch of, like, origin stories about the tattoo shop that I grew up in and stuff, and um, a bunch of it's, like, like seedy, like, <laughs> criminal history past or crazy shit that's happened. So, I don't know, like, you know, when you're lucky enough to be part of something like that where there's like some lineage and some history to it it's really cool to be like the the keeper of those stories and that history too because people can let that stuff go and then there's no tradition you know and like I don't know like I grew up with not a lot of like family surrounding me and stuff like that so I always really cherish tradition though because I didn't have it and you know you want those things that you don't have I think so for me, it was like, I just wanted uh, Thanksgiving dinner every year in the same year with the same people and stuff like that. I didn't really get that kind of stuff. It was always different people, different places, you know, uh, different families, whatever. So for me, like, I really cherish, like, uh, the things like we did at the shop where it was like, uh, we had little things like, that were kind of cool for the, for the, artist or whatever like if a tattoo artist did three tattoos in a day you keep all the money from the third tattoo it's like a called a hat trick you know um at the end of the day every day we would shut down shop uh roll a blunt and start playing beer pong you know like we had like little things like every friday like that that we did or a drink and draw you know like where we get together with a bottle and we all put ideas in a hat one subject at a time and then pick out two or three of them and try to come up with our own version of each collage so 
you know, uh, that could get pretty crazy sometimes and it pushes your creativity a lot too, but it's just really good for bonding and just becoming a family, you know? So when I see these people, it's like time hasn't even passed. It's like, I'm still, uh, I'm still just, it's, that's how you know real true friendship, you know, is like when you're, you've been gone for a while, but then you just get right back to it right when you see them and it's just normal again. It's really cool. And I'm just, like, a big history guy, I guess, so if I, you know, I'm probably the only one interested in, like, the history of Wayne Allen's Red Dragon tattoo, uh, as far as I know or whatever, but, uh, you know, I think that if I keep this information and these stories and stuff going, that uh, they'll stay alive forever, you know, this is kind of, like, the only way that, that legacy goes on is through uh, people talking about it and people keeping it alive and keeping the spirit alive. So, one of my favorite things that happened out there too is I got my other hand tattoo covered. And, uh, man, the thing's been embarrassing me for a long time. And I got it done uh, by a guy that I, I don't really talk to anymore and stuff, you know? So, it's all just kind of like, every time I look at it, it's just embarrassing. And I, I try to hide it in pictures I'm in and stuff like that. And, it's funny because I do so many cover-up tattoos and, uh, you know, I always talk about, like, the biggest thing I like is, like, the feeling you get from uh, giving someone, like, a new start, basically, like, taking away an old uh, tattoo they hated or embarrassed they're embarrassed of and turning it into something that they could be really proud of or whatever or something that represents them better and... Uh, you know, that's kind of what my buddy Freddie did for me, and it was really cool to be, like, on the receiving end of that this time and to know, like, how those people really are feeling, you know? And that's why I love cover-ups the most. It's pretty crazy, though, to, like I say, be on the other end of the stick here. <laughs> other than that, we just saw uh, a lot of family. Um, got my son together with his cousins a lot. You know, we don't get a lot of time with other people, really, while we're here at home in Michigan, because just kind of go, go, go. I make uh, my schedule almost three months in advance now, and I've kind of, like, really slammed myself for these next few months, so it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I'm definitely on a grind mode right now, and I'm just going to probably slow down on booking or just book like a few things a week in August and September just so that I can kind of like focus on bigger tattoos and uh, that's what I'm having more fun with but I'm having a lot of like aches and pains and shit too just feel like I'm getting older so kind of like weary on doing these six hour sessions anymore I'm thinking maybe I'll like lower that down a little bit too and just max out at like four or five hours and, uh, you know, I'm not greedy. Um, I don't need to do crazy ass shit all the time. Maybe I could just do one extra day a week or like three to four days a week, you know? Anyways, those are all very specific things that I'm thinking about all the time. You know, I'm always trying to figure out like what's the right amount of work per week to keep me sane and to keep my work quality and the biggest part I think is just like not taking on the, the stuff you don't have time for the stuff that you don't don't uh, want to do you know um, 
and I feel bad though. It's like turning people away and stuff. I think that's one of my biggest problems is like, um, telling my regulars, no, uh, I have a hard time, you know, telling people I really enjoy being around people that have spent a lot of money with me and stuff like, no, I don't want to do this small tattoo for you. It feels kind of like a douchebag-ish, you know, but like, uh, what are you going to do, right? Like you only have so many days in a week you can work and so many hours in those days. So you have to kind of allocate the right amount of, uh, I don't know, you kind of have to just have choose like what work you can do the best i guess in that time frame or whatever not to overcomplicate the words there so yeah so i've just been back to uh the regular grind now um it was about 10 days in california and and it was really cool to get that invite to that uh tattoo convention and they also said i could guest spot at their shop and i'm thinking about doing that i talked to wayne about it a little bit and he said you know spread your wings and you know put yourself around other people and stuff and i think that's a really good idea that's what i've been trying to do with these conventions anyways is get around other people and I think it would be kind of just cool to hang out with Mike and uh, Corey and just, you know, they're the kind of people that have done a lot of conventions and stuff too over the years. So just to like pick their brains on like, you know, what they hated and loved about that too because I don't want to go crazy deep into that either yet, uh, I don't think, because I've done a few conventions and I've had some benefits from it, but it's more of an investment than it is something to think like everybody always idolizes conventions like crazy and you can learn a bit but it's really just a bunch of people doing tattoos in the same room i mean you you make way more money at home uh, you do cooler tattoos you work with more you know people that are like your people and stuff like that it's a lot harder to come across that kind of stuff when you're at a convention um, I try to go to conventions and take seminars. People talk shit about that for some reason. Like, oh, why would you pay $200 to sit there with Bob Tyrell? And I ask them, like, why wouldn't you? You know, uh, what are you going to miss from that? Like, what are you going to get the, from not going to it that I'm not going to get from going? It doesn't make any sense to me to not go. You're investing in yourself. But that if that was... Like the last one I did, there was no seminars and I made some money and, and all kind of like evened out. <clears throat> but um, in the end, you know, I basically spent half a week away from work or whatever. And, and um, I don't know, it's not always worth it necessarily, you know, not only financially, but I'm just saying like, um, like, I think it's more worth it for me when I'm just going and looking at it as an investment and just getting uh, some kind of skills from it or whatever. So, you know, and when I was talking to Corey, he was saying that he did uh, around 13 conventions a year for like a few years. And, you know, that's nuts. But I mean, you could do that and not even have a tattoo shop or work at one at all, you know, and just do guest spots in between and stuff. And so, I mean, that just goes to show you that it's possible to I mean, there's so many different ways to do this as a lifestyle. Like, you look at, like, that guy Little B from uh, YouTube, and, I mean, he went from doing, like, statue black and gray tattoos for thousands of dollars a day to uh, moving to Japan suddenly, switching his style completely and doing, like, hand-poked color on Japanese-style tattoos that he's doing, like, sitting on the floor and everything, you know? He's real traditional now. 
um, you know, like there's, you can't ever be in a box here, you know, in this industry. And that's what I love about tattooing is that you can always find a way to love what you're doing again. And maybe it's just the way that you've been doing it for so long. You think that that's the only way to do it, but it's not, you know, there's like a lot of people are really creative with how they've like created their fucking, uh, way that they, they live through tattooing. And that's why I, I try not to like, uh, model myself after anybody too much you know like there's this old school kind of like uh street shop or walk-in shop like vibe you know that uh a lot of people that's all they they think can exist or whatever but uh there's so many other ways to do it you know I've been doing this private studio thing now for a little while and I really enjoy the freedom you know not everybody likes that because not everybody would want to promote for themselves and answer all the questions all the time for themselves and do everything you know for themselves and pay all the bills and have all the stresses and all the the worries about um, taxes and stuff like that you know all those concerns that you don't don't really have to Uh, think about as much when you just work for somebody that does all that for you you know and some people just want to have someone you know give them a lot more and then just pay a little extra and I think that's cool too you know and some people want to not work for anybody and just travel the world and do conventions or guest spots or whatever you know and like I think that's a really that's like the dream you know that everyone has kind of uh, but that is like so much more possible than anybody actually assumes it is because all you have to do is just do it. I mean, when I left California, that's where I was at too. I was just like, I wanted to get away from where I was at. And that was my dream too, was like, oh, maybe I can travel, do the convention circuit, do that type of stuff. And, you know, I'm just barely getting into the convention stuff now, but um, we we left to Michigan because it was kind of my big test, like, can I move away and just, uh, work, you know, somewhere completely different, 2,500 miles away from anyone I've ever met or known, and I only knew, like, two people out here when we moved here, you know, so my lady got a job working with them at a little place where they sell cookies in, in town, so, uh, and then ended up working at a grocery store, and I got a job right away at a little walk-in shop, and I realized this is the same here as it was there, so it's the same anywhere, no matter what you're doing, like, tattooing is, like, the same, so, uh, you have to find what you like about tattooing, I guess, is my advice to young tattoo artists, is, and then, and then just capitalize on that, you know, and don't try to do just what you see other people being successful doing, try to find your own lane, do your own thing, that's what I've always been told, and I never really understood it until now, and right before I left, Wayne told me those words again, too, stay in your lane, do your thing, don't worry about anybody else, put the blinders on, you know, Um, it's crazy, like, whenever you find your personality is uh, in click with so many other people's personalities, and uh, you don't have to pretend, you know, you could just put yourself out there and say this is what I like to do and this is how I do things and other people are going to align with that and the universe is just so good to people who uh, know what they want you know and uh, are really really particular about that and if you're consistent as well and if you just uh, work hard you know like and put everything into it it sounds cliche but 
in reality, the reason some, some things sound cliche is because it's so true and we overthink it, you know, and uh, sometimes all you got to do is chill a little bit and uh, think like, what do I love most about doing this? You know, and sometimes it might not be what you think it was, uh, and especially as you grow older, you're going to change too. And I think my values have changed a lot. I've turned into a person that values my family and my time a lot more than uh, what I thought I would value before I thought I wanted things, you know, I thought I wanted a nice, really big house and brand new car and stuff like that. But uh, as I've grown into, you know, I'm almost I'm 28. Now I'm almost 30 in my own eyes. And so uh, my son's two years old. And, you know, like, uh, I feel like uh, I still want things, but I don't want them for the same reasons, I guess. And that makes it easier to work hard to get those things is because my reason is way more um, resilient because it's family, it's my son, it's my mm-hmm. benefit of of my loved ones rather than myself. It's selfless, not selfish, you know? And being selfless is so much more powerful than being selfish. Uh, when you're doing something for the benefit of your son or your wife, like, you'll you'll go till your feet are bloody, you know? You'll, uh, you'll try hard, like, you'll do everything. You'll use every bit of energy that you have to make sure... Like, they're going to eat, you know? At least that's how it is for me right now. And and, uh, that motivation, it's like free motivation, you know? It's really cool to have that in the morning. Sometimes you really need that. uh, Because I've been a person that's gone through my ups and downs. And I've had some, you know, seriously, like, depressed moments and shit. And uh, just, like, considered quitting or considered, like, just getting a regular job. Because it wasn't working out at the time. But... Uh, that's not, that's not, uh, how people, you know, succeed in the end. Those like the passionate ones, the ones that went through the, the hurdle, even when it was like the hardest, you know, the people that, uh, it's like they say, right? The tough, uh, when, yeah, I was just about to say a bunch of cliche stuff again, but you know where I'm going with it. Anyways, uh, I think that's all I got for today. Uh, I've really been meaning to put a lot more of these out, but it's just crazy, like, so hard to find the time to just sit and and talk about my ideas. But I do have a lot more stuff I want to say. And I do appreciate people listening from all over. I've gotten shout-outs from people in uh, Ireland all the way to Australia and stuff like that. So it's really crazy just that even people are listening from all over like that. If you have a question or you want to just give me a shout out on, you know, online, just uh, hit me up on there Uh, or check out my my YouTube or my Facebook. I've been putting up some videos, too, where I put some more insight in if you want to uh, hear kind of what my thoughts are more specifically on like the tattoos I'm doing and the style I'm doing. I talk about them a lot in the videos that I do on there and I try to put them all on YouTube but they don't get the craziest views on there, so like I put a lot of my stuff on Facebook and just find all my stuff by searching Brian Briggs or Iron Tiger Tattoos, um, Pony Boy Tattoos on Instagram. Uh, it's really good to be doing this again, and I'm really hoping that I can find more time to be more consistent and do maybe even a, like one or two of these a week eventually. 
and then also like invest into some better equipments and uh you know just like allocate one day a week to do this like i said i'm gonna be pretty busy for these next few months because i book myself like crazy but then after that i'm starting to book myself in a way where i'm gonna work less per week and have more time for stuff like this so it's gonna be really cool and just bear with me for these next few weeks to a few months or whatever and uh Hopefully I can come out with some really sweet content for you guys and uh, make sure you check out those videos and stuff like that because those are like a, a different, uh, it's just like another element having that video as well. Well, thank you for listening.